Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WrestleMania 2020 Night 1. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we're here to talk about the first night of WrestleMania. The WrestleMania too big for just one night. Uh, no crowd, no audience, no Matt Morgan at the moment. Uh, he was here. I'm sure he'll be back here momentarily. But Justin, what a show tonight, and what a turn. What a swerve that we thought we knew how this was going. We thought the energy was what it was. We were making the best of an imperfect situation. And that Boneyard match. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, we, I, I figured as much, I said the words, we said the words yesterday, you know, they would, that and probably the Firefly Funhouse, they, they would shoot it cinematically, which they did. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that, what an ending. You know, I mean, give, give the Boneyard match an Oscar. Give somebody who was involved in an Oscar, because I mean, that was, well done. Way to make the best of a unfortunate situation. Of okay, we have to we we're, we we got to take this outside of a ring and do it on location. Yeah, well done. Great, great ending. You should have led that off with Matt's prediction was correct that this would be an event to Matt the first night. <laughs> no, seriously, that 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 was just holy shit, holy shit. I'm sorry, I'm cursing so much, but holy shit. That I was telling my wife watching this, she usually never could be bothered to watch anything, and it doesn't matter who is in the ring, including Rock, it don't matter. But she knows what a taker mark I am, uh, when I was growing up and whatnot, you know. And um, even then, like Brock versus Taker, I couldn't get her to watch, right? Yeah, this she was glued to it because this was like a like you said, a movie, but. The shit talking from Taker, cool man stalking him, was something out of a movie. It, it was so smooth, and it played to everybody's strengths. And for those that, that I put a tweet out there just now, it's literally probably going viral as we speak. Congratulating both. Um, it has to be going viral. AJ texted me like to say thank you, so I know oh, wow. that it's it must be hitting hard right now, is what I'm assuming. Um, and. I said to him, and I'll say it right now, that match, even with him losing, just cemented him, in my opinion, um, for one of the best. One of the best of all time. I'm sorry. 
see, people might think I'm overrating them and whatnot. I really don't care. That's my opinion. Um, oh, but Matt, but he lost. He didn't get pinned. He didn't get embarrassed in doing so. Take put him over. Couldn't put him over any more stronger with his words for him right before he put him down. Um, you know that, that, that there's a way you could get somebody over with them not technically quote unquote winning. But trust me when I tell you, AJ Styles won big tonight. Big tonight. Um, that's one of the most unforgettable matches, segments, fights, I will argue, in WWE history. I've never seen anything like that. Nothing have I seen like that before. Man. Yeah. yeah I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, the the trash talking, Matt, because I as I was watching Taker, uh, the what kept I getting flashes of, I kept thinking of, like, Denzel in training day, the way he was talking, uh, yes. the styles. And yeah, you're right. He put styles so over cool. and they, and they left us with a, we're probably going to get a rematch. Eventually we will get these two inside of the, of, of an actual wrestling ring. I mean, you know, they don't need with, to. Should well, it? well, I don't know that with the styles glove hanging out. I don't know. We might, I, they might've left the I door open for we, they, they, yeah, it just means he's not dead. Um, they don't, yeah, they don't need to go there in the ring because there's no way Taker's going to top that. That that was that is the way to go out. Yeah, um, I mean, even the end, they getting on his chopper, freaking put his arm up, pyro going off, his Taker side coming on. I'm sorry, I marked out huge, yeah. huge. You know, Matt, for last night, it actually reminded me. I was like, why do I love this? Oh, it reminds me of Roadhouse. Like I had that thought halfway through. Totally. Yeah. I don't want to say that because he said it last night, and they're like, oh, you're trying to connect shit for last night that you talked about. No, that's exactly what it reminded me of, of what was his partner, his partner in crime that gets a stabbed and dies. Oh, uh, Garrett, I want to say? Yeah, Wade, 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 not Wade Garrett. Wyatt? Wade Garrett? Something like that. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. You all know who I'm talking about, though. That dude was a badass. He's passionate yeah. sways. He's like right-hand man. He's a yeah, Sam Elliott. dude. Sam Elliott. We weren't even close. Uh, no, no, that's Patrick the actor, Swayze. but his character, yeah. Taught him everything he knew, right? And he was a bad mamma jamma, and, and that's exactly what he reminded me of in this. Yeah, he looked good. He looked really good in this. And like I said, the cool guy shit talking while he was stalking him was awesome. No, it really was good. Hey, you know, I mean, and maybe this AJ's is... entrance. AJ's entrance was hilarious. I popped huge <laughs> for that. You know, you can't do, you can't overdo it. You can't do too many of these matches. But at the same time, the fact that you can cinematically shoot it, and the Undertaker's character, you know, being supernatural, plays into it. Uh, the fact that it's not live one takes stunts. It's not live one takes stunts. So for the Undertaker, it, it, it's 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 safer, and from a, from a certain standpoint. I mean, I so I, I would consider doing a few, more of these, not too much, but sparingly. I would with Taker do a few more of these. Let's 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 just really put this in perspective. What we were supposed to see tonight, in my opinion, right, with all these empty arena matches and these guys and gals are going to go out and kill themselves to have the best matches ever. We'll get into each, like the ladder match. To have that, to, ha- to be able to do a match like that with no fans to feed off of for the adrenaline that you desperately need when falling from a ladder, being hit by a ladder, and taking crazy-ass bumps like that, and you don't have it because the fans aren't there to give you that adrenaline, I, those guys and gals, I got seriously t- take my hat off to every one of them. But with that coming into this show, I told you I was not excited for tonight's WrestleMania, and it's been like that for the last two years. Not to be Debbie Downer, it's just how it's been for me lately. And that last match, holy crap! I felt like all my wrestling fandom came like rushing back. Yeah, and like one, like the first, no joke, minute of the Boneyard match. 
like I think with AJ's entrance, I was like, this is hilarious. This is so yeah. good. It was a uh, fun times with games, super chat saying the main event was so damn good. I forgot the rest. I agree. <laughs> Talk about turning it around in the main event there. Uh, and my other uh, prediction before uh, uh, Justin's was that Braun Strowman would win the world championship, right? We're not even talking about that yet. I know. Well, Andrew Ma with the super chat, $5 Canadian saying for Vince to end the show the way he did was so unvince like, I think we owe, owe, owe Matt Hardy a thank you. I don't know, Justin. I mean, is Vince in the wrestling business or what is it that he does? Soon you'll find out what we're really all about. <laughs> Making movies. <laughs> we make movies. <laughs> uh, Paul Alexander, $2 saying Morgan gets it. Uh, Wayne Montgomery, $2. Uh, Takers my versus wife, Styles. My wife would disagree. Match of the night. <laughs> um, uh, wow. Okay. So, uh, Phil, Phil, $5. Everyone worked their asses off tonight. Elias and Corbin wasn't great, but Corbin was good. So, where's interactions with the ref? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Marvin Thompson, $10. Wow. I think WWE missed an opportunity in your house style fan reactions during match replays between matches of people watching at home with friends or family. No better yes. time to do that again. I, I agree. I, it, I agree. That could have been cool. It doesn't, it doesn't dampen nothing. You fans say to say anything remotely negative to this show will take me off of my uh, high from that main event. Uh, Joseph Klein, $5. First good call last week uh, on American Badass Motorcycle Entrance. And second, that was the match of the night. That was that was the match of the year so far tonight. You're, you're, you're welcome, Joseph. I had no problem making that <laughs> prediction for you guys at home. Uh, Armando Gomez, Buck 99, hope for Kane riding in on a tractor. Um, <laughs> I did. The, okay, real quick. When Taker was in the, was in the uh, get, what's it called? The hole. What do you call it? Grave. 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 Jesus, Christmas, I'm sorry. Uh, the grave. Didn't you all think, like, when AJ was, like, licking his chops, like, Kane yeah. was going to be behind him or something weird like that would happen? I yes. did think Kane's the only ally that could come. Or Michelle. Uh, <laughs> I did think Michelle was going to make an appearance. I actually did, too, for a minute. Justin Lopez, $5. That was the greatest piece of cinema WWE ever produced. Uh, I would yes. say go back and watch the first Marine movie, you know, and you might might have a set, separate opinion. Um Labar, on a scale of water to a stiff Malibu and pineapple, how good was the Boneyard match? Bam Stone with the $5 super chat. That's my guy, Bam Stone. is a wrestler. I used to manage him. Oh, that's that's beyond rum, Bam. That's a, that's a chilled shot of Grey Goose right there. That was That's how good that was. Uh, Jay Lane, $5. I'm stuck between being grateful they powered through for us and the allure of WrestleMania being the spectacle and the grandness of it all. Um, that's where that last match, man. I would have taken one night of just matches shot with that same creativity um, yes. because that felt so special. Yes. I'm, I will not forget that match. You know what I mean? We're going through crazy times right now. You want to talk the epitome of me for literally just the last 60 minutes mm-hmm. of not thinking about anything else other than something that we were just watching. It was that. And that's hard. Like we keep, yeah. I said, when WWE first ran after ran their show after we, we learned about the coronavirus, right? I gave him kudos. Thank you for distracting us. But at the same time, I watched that show. I was still thinking about the coronavirus. I just was. Yeah. Um, this legitimately, my mind was completely going off of it forever. How long that match was. Kudos. And that's, a, and that's the thing. You talk about the length. They they filled close to a half hour. I mean, of of of, of time with that. With, with the whole present of the entrance of the of the 
the, the arrival. Is that all it was? That was half hour? It's like from 9.30 to 10. Huh. Okay. I, I, I stand correct. I thought that was an hour. <laughs> wow. Antoine Fair, $5. That ladder match, uh, the Boneyard match, AJ gave you a hell of a fight. Uh, you gave a hell of a fight. The hug marked out. What's the Funhouse match going to look like? I bet you that closes tomorrow night a hundred times over now after they saw the great reaction tonight to the Boneyard match. The only problem with the Funhouse fight, it has the potential to be silly. Sure. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah. like it, it, it is like, for instance, when we saw a scene in the arena and you saw like the, the, the puppets, Muppets, whatever you want to call them, in the arena, that was very borderline to get in like, oh, that's so freaking corny. Um, I don't know. How to, I don't want to crap on it because we, you know, we love I, I know what you mean. Wyatt. I know what you mean. Because Bray says goofy things like yowie wow, it has a chance to have some, some comedic yeah, goofiness before it gets dark with the fiend. Like, no hokiness to oh, it. Oh, okay. And I okay. hope we don't see any hokiness where it's like that. You know what I mean? I yeah. Like sound, tough to beat. like sound effects, like corny sound effects after every hit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be kind of lame if they you, do it the wrong way. You would, These sound effects tonight were spot on. Yeah. How about Taker? Going to smash him in the face and move out of the way. His hand goes through the window. Just cool as hell. That was a real cut on his arm, by the way. And he just cool as hell plays it off. Looks at us now. Look what you made me do. Like that was. Yeah. It was funny. It and was the, so well done. Yeah, and the musical score. Such. I'll say this though. I mean, they've got to see all this stuff. WWE got to decide in these last couple of days the order of which they wanted to put the stuff on night one and night two. I would hope that they realize, okay, by putting the Boneyard match, if, if that and Firefly are the two things they're going to film cinematically off location, I hope they prepared for. Okay, if we're going to put the Boneyard to end night one, I hope they realize the pressure it puts on the Firefly Fun House, and hopefully. It does. You know, hopefully it lives up to whatever identity it tries to have tomorrow. Or they do something very special with how Drew beats Brock. I don't mm. know what that special thing would be. Let's take a bulldozer into the arena and run him over with. I don't know. <laughs> but like there's gotta be something really over the top. Uh Barwani. Uh, $5 super chat at the start of this mania. I thought no one would go back on the network and watch it again in the future. But after the last match, boy, was I wrong. Um, I agree. I'm going to rewatch the, the Boneyard match when we get done with this podcast tonight. It was so good. Brian Barry saying Strowman versus the fiend SummerSlam. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Andre Mitchell, the shoes kind of attached uh, match with Taker and Wyatt. Oh, um, yes. Yes. I would kill for that. I paid so much money for that. Yes. Uh, JD Ski eight nine two saying need some blue chew for them Goldberg Spears. Okay, uh, really quick, that, that's not on Goldberg. I'm a huge Braun. He's a fan. He's my boy. He's my friend. Uh, that ain't on Goldberg. It's on a bigger guy. It's harder. It takes a half a second longer for us to hit the ground on those uh, those snapback bumps. Except except if you're Billy Gunn, fastest bumper of all time. But um, seriously, that's not on Bill. That that that's on that's on Braun. I hate to say it. Yeah. Uh, Ron Armenta, 999. The Boneyard match stole the show. Oh, my Lord. WWE got it done. FFF Firefly Funhouse match has a lot to live up to. And there we uh, go, Ron. Good call, Ron Armenta. Uh, oh, uh, Chef Fandangle, Sammy versus Daniel Bryan, the ladder match and the Boneyard match were awesome. I mean, there were some yes. other good matches tonight. It's just, yes. man, if that Boneyard match had come earlier in the show, I think everything else just would have seemed like a huge letdown. No question. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Brian Bonnie, nine ninety nine, five dollars. Uh, imagine what the Firefly Funhouse match will be like tomorrow. If there's anything like the Boneyard match, 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with your concerns, Matt, of how it could miss the mark. But uh, I think just as long as they're creative and really bringing it, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I was talking about this with Justin before we started, Matt. I'm a little angry at every other match we've had in this current situation that there was none of this. There was none of this creativity. There was none of this outside of the box thinking. WWE showed us tonight. It's like, imagine you have an employee that comes in and just does the most half-assed job. Um, you know, but then one day it's like flowers for Algernon and they're like, you're top performing. You're like, you're capable of this. But then Monday they come back to work and it's just the same old, same old. Like this the was so is, good like, tonight. We knew they were capable of this. Like we, 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 we said, I go back, go back to when this pandemic first hit. Yeah. Go back. I'm not saying I said it by myself. I think we all said it, which was they need to have, I said at Mania, every match needs to be in a different setting and in a yeah. different context. Remember, I was like, the weight room, the, the basketball court, a graveyard, all these different places. But everyone needs to have its own different setting and context and shoot it like you would, like they did tonight's stuff, like like a movie, you know? Um, because that would make it different and make it unforgettable. But then I'd also argue, you know, it wouldn't be as special as that last match mm. was tonight either. That fight, I can't call it a match. That was a fight. Yeah. Uh T.S. Mitty or T. Smitty three thousand five dollars saying I like the fact that AJ and Taker wore street clothes instead of ring gear. I think we should see Biker Taker at the stage of his career. I thought he looked great tonight. Did not look like yeah, the old did. guy we saw struggling no. with Roman. No, he, he did not. No, and that's why this is a perfect setting for him. That yeah. is a perfect setting for him. Septim XL five dollars. I wanted a sting cameo ah. in the shadows for him roadside as Taker drove off a cliffhanger and do a match like that. They could do. Sting versus Taker like this, like that, definitely, absolutely, they could. That's a good call. I'd rather them. I'd rather them do Sting versus Taker like like a bone guard <clears throat> match versus Sting versus Taker in Saudi Arabia in a ring. <laughs> like they you, do the you know, you know what? You know what? How they could have done that and included Sting, but it would have required AJ being a face potentially. Is that Sting and and, and uh, AJ very, very, very devout Christians, as is Taker. Mm. But 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 Sting and AJ, like I've witnessed it, like I've gone to church with them on Sundays at pay-per-views when TNAs be on the road. Um and uh very big uh Bible reader, the whole nine. And it it would make a total lot of sense to have it, you know, Sting come into it and try to help AJ along and AJ you fallen a fall a long way since I've, you know, last left you kind oh, yeah. of thing. Like Sting was one of AJ's biggest influences, honestly. Um, in, in real life, I mean, as a man. Um, that, I didn't even think of Sting, but that would have been a pretty cool little way to get him involved in it somehow. But then you, you know, I know a lot of people don't like talking about religion and and, and whatnot. Uh, so we got a guy in the show knows? calling himself Jesus and that he's a god. I mean, oh yeah, what am I saying? The Messiah, right? Yeah, yeah like I mean, Which, they're, they're, that yeah. match was better than I, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. By the way, well. Kevin, I mean, KO just, good Lord, talk about creating an arena-sized moment inside the Performance Center. Yeah. That was yeah. Uh, incredible. Uh, fun times of the games, Buck 99, the main event made me pull out the popcorn. Um, man, you guys with these Super Chats are killing it tonight. HJZ, Buck 99, Undertaker is now main evented. Uh, WrestleMania in four decades. That's impressive. Oh, wow. wow, yeah. That is. Uh, Rowdy Hitman with Australian $5 saying, I thought Vince didn't understand the appeal of a hearty compound match, but then ends WrestleMania night one with one. And, uh, oh, and here's, uh, Rubaiyat Abedin, two bucks. Never thought I would see AJ, AJ main evented WrestleMania night one. 
why would you think you would never see that? He's the best wrestler of our generation. I'm sorry, of our generation from top to bottom. Well, he Daniel stopped Bryan, opening the show. Yeah. That's not on him. That's on the company to get their heads out of their ass to figure out how to use him correctly. We should be said about a lot of wrestlers, but AJ's special. Uh, Brad Stevens, 499 WWE is now forgiven for the house horrors with Wyatt and Orton. Um, can I just say something really quick? Also, they did do something like this. They did. They copied right after Hardy's did their thing with TNA. Yeah. And it was the Wyatt family versus, uh, what do you call it? New day. New day. Kofi, new, new day. So this isn't the first time they've done something like this. I agree. But not having the arena and not showing it on a screen to an arena helped immensely. Of course it did. They need, yeah. Like I said, they should shoot every match in a different location. Scott Barkley, $5 <laughs> firing shots here. Labar, congrats on all the predictions. Step your game up, Morgan. <laughs> Listen, Scott Barkley, you better pray. And I mean, get on your knees right now and pray to your holy Jesus that you and I don't ever bump into each other. Once it's six foot distance, it's up. Stop. <laughs> Scott, I got uh, your back. Don't worry. Thank you to user Ask Yeah, your- way back. He's got yeah, it. way back. Uh, thank you to user Ask Your Mama for the $1 super chat. Jason Smith for the $5 super chat. Hey, we're going to jump in and talk about match by match, and then we're probably going to talk about this Boneyard match literally for another half an hour uh, in addition to the ah. rest of Mania because it was that freaking good. But want to give a shout-out to the sponsor of tonight's episode. If you heard those noises Seth Rollins was making after Kevin Owens jumped off the Mania sign, uh, that's the, it's very similar actually to the noise I made the last time I cut myself shaving my balls. And that was before I discovered manscapes, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt's got a thought. Remind me to come back to that. Continue. Yes. Yeah, but it was very that. similar. It was like, it was like that woman that was stomping grapes and fell over and like, damn it. Like that was the guttural type of noise I made when I cut myself. And, uh, thankfully, now, those were a thing in the past. Manscaped has turned my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, it's, as a larger guy, you've heard me talk about this. It's challenging. You're using the force down there. You can't see anything. But manscaping accidents are now a thing of the past. No more cuts, no more nicks with Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology. Keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The engineering team at Manscaped spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And they just released this new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. This is premium. I mean premium. It lasts up to 90 minutes, the battery does, so you can take a longer shave. It's got an LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for closer, more precise trim, and it's got a charging stand, which is fantastic, powered by USB. You can just put it on there and display it. So many people have written in stories about how the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. You've heard Matt talk about it. Uh, people sending me photos, which you guys love to torment my inbox with, uh, but you need to try this out for yourself. You can get $20 off in free shipping with the code WINC when you go to manscaped.com and uh your balls will thank you you're gonna get that 20 percent off from free shipping with the code winc at manscaped.com 20 percent off free shipping code winc at manscaped.com and let me tell you i pulled a justin labar the other day i have two manscaped trimmers uh matt morgan and i were both customers before and i pulled a justin labar and i trimmed my beard with my second manscaped and <coughs> let me tell you as you can see the results here this nice even shave on my face Part of the reason this is so, so high quality, if you've ever had cheap clippers before, and Justin, you can attest to this, what do you have to do? You have to go over the same spot mm. 10 times, dig in there, go right up against the skin to get a, this yeah. was like no. one time over. You're so right. powerful. 
I love. I, I have that new lawnmower. Uh, I, Manscaped. Their, their their product's been great. I just recently. I'm late to the party. I'm Johnny Come Lately. You and Matt were already there. It is great. And you're right. The battery does last a long time. You don't have to charge it every single every other day or anything. But if it does take you 90 minutes continuously in one sitting to do all your manscaping, you might want to review things. But well, it, if you're Matt Morgan, you know, I mean, seven feet tall. It's uh, <laughs> it's a lot of man. He's whacking weeds down there. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, these ceramic blades. The skin safe technology is great. It's not metal. It's, 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 I'm not saying it's impossible to cut yourself, but you are not likely to with the skin safe technology. I was able to trim my beard up really quick. I've done all my grooming with it here in quarantine and isolation. It's fantastic. Manscaped.com, promo code WINC for free shipping and save 20% off. Matt Morgan, you had a thought earlier when I talked about those noises Seth Rollins made in regards to manscaping accidents. What was your thought you wanted us to come I, back to? I, I, I apologize during the match. Oh, during the match. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. But you've, you've cut really yourself did, shaving. Really, yes. Seth Rollins really did get the wind knocked out of him. That, that's what that sounds like. That's the noise you give off when you, oh, have, yeah. you don't have any, you have no air in your lungs. So the fact that you're, that's, that's, that's a crazy, uh, street prime, primal screen you're giving out there, uh, Glenn, when you cut yourselves. Do you know how much that hurts reason? when you, when you, I mean, it's very yep. sensitive. Well, here, it, what it, here's what it does. It doesn't really cut you, right? What happens is the blades generally in the past are steel or metal, right? Yes. And because the, the – think of what a clipper does, right? It goes it goes back and forth like this behind another blade that stays stationary. So what happens is they get your stuff gets pinched in between it, and that razor blade keeps doing that. And that's what gives you that cut. So because their blade that does this is plastic, that doesn't Ceramic. happen Ceramic. Ceramic, even better. Um, but yeah, is it made of ceramic? It's well, I thought ceramic. one was. Is it ceramic? Now I'm confused. I thought it was ceramic. Now I'm thinking, no, is you're it probably plastic? Right. Probably Whatever right. it is, I never, read, I never sat there and read it. I just, it's I great. Just used it's like, it. Look at this right here. If it could focus in, like this is not going to chew up uh, your nutsack, as it were. See the white part, fans at home. Do you see that white part? It is. He's, he's, he's pointing to. That's the part I'm talking about. Usually that's steel or metal, and that is the bad boy that will cut and cut and yeah. Hurt, yes. hurt, like, but I, you know what? But uh, Matt Morgan has two manscapes. I have two now, one that I get to use. Uh, Seekins is saying, I'm actually going to get the two shavers mixed up. Justin Labar goes right from trimming his balls right to trimming his beard. No fear. I'm hardcore. And Glenn, I did hear you say that you use it for your second, your old school one for your beard now. How did you clean it? Huh? Oh, uh, rubbing alcohol on a Q tip. Ah, very good. Yes. <laughs> Trying to catch you off guard there, my friend. <laughs> I I have another story to tell about that, but I'll say I'll save that for another podcast. Uh, we thank Manscaped yes. for sponsoring the show. Jason yes, Smith, we do. Thank yes, you, Manscaped. Uh, thank you, Jason Manscaped. Smith, with a five dollars super chat. Thank you, sir. We got some other stuff coming. You guys are just so insane with this. Uh, Ron Armenta, four ninety nine. Mayor Morgan, I'd pay to see a charity match against Scott Barclay. <laughs> Who is Scott Barclay? Is he a wrestler? Uh, no, he's the guy. He's the guy that put the comment earlier said saying, that you, "Oh, that, yeah. that oh, you were." That you step it up. Be funny guy. Yeah. And Antoine Fair, five dollars. WWE set an attendance record tonight. Zero fans put that on a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the oh uh, and Jared Wilson, buck ninety nine pounds. Ooh, getting European. Agree with Matt. AJ is the best wrestler on the planet. Um, oh, even that last shot tonight, the glove coming up under the ground. It was so cheesy, but it was so freaking awesome. It was the music too, like you said, Justin. I mean, this, this, the score to this was really good. 
Taker coming in to Metallica, like even more recent oh, yeah. Metallica, but like that was great. Yeah. <sighs> um, Scott Barkley, five Ooh. bucks. Justin, any word on who produced Justin. the Boneyard match? Glenn, great um, job hosting, and Matt, seriously, love for you and all the help you did on Wednesday. So there, Matt, Scott's uh, giving you some props for Wednesday. Uh, thank, I know. Thank, thank you. I'm glad. What help? What for the money we raised Wednesday night? Oh, you're welcome, Scott. I know you do all these good deeds, Matt. When people thank you for them, you're like, I don't even know which one they're talking about. I just smile and say you're welcome. Uh, (laughs) Real life superhero, Matt Morgan here. He is. He is. Uh, As far as who produced, I know it was not. I I know there was a team effort, but I know, uh, as per usual, when it comes to Undertaker stuff, I know Bruce Pritchard had a uh, a, uh, intimate hand in things as well. So. Are we going to dig into this pay-per-view or what? I know. Now we got to go back. Now we got to go back and talk about the rest of the show. 30 minutes. Let's go, Glenn. I know. I know. Come on, Glenn. You're so excited to talk about the opening match, Drew Gulak versus Cesaro. No, you're too busy being Raj worrying about Super Chats. Let's go. (laughs) If somebody (laughs) gives us money, I want to acknowledge them. It's the least I can do. All right, let me ask a stupid question before we begin. Huh. When super, because I don't, re- I can't see the chats when I do these shows. Yeah. I have no idea what people are saying in the chat room. So, yeah. how does it work when somebody does a super chat? I'm assuming it's highlighted. Yes. Will it stay there? No, they disappear after like five or ten oh, minutes. Geez. That's why. Okay, okay, and I can't okay, I scroll. If I if I stop scrolling, they'll stay there. But then if I stop scrolling, I can't see the other new comments coming in. So it's. Uh, I didn't know that. So fans at home, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jimmy Viviano, four ninety nine. Wow, solid night by WWE. Some cringe spots with no fans, but some solid matches like KO Seth in the main event killed it. Tomorrow, even more stacked applause. WWE. Jason Smith, yeah. five dollars. Puppets for the funhouse match should be shot in Tarny Darko bunny style. Uh, I agree with that. But let's talk about Gulak versus Cesaro opening up the show. Cesaro getting a win. I mean, for a pre-show match, this was good. But man, were you worried when this started? Just in how like. Oh, this is WrestleMania, and it feels just like how SmackDown, Raw, and NXT have felt, right? Yes. Yeah, did yes. not feel big. Uh, and, I, and I thought they should. Good on Cesaro. The guy never gets chances to win anymore. But still, um, it was an opportunity to put what's his name over on a talent that's a little bit higher than him. And it would have helped him. Yeah. Uh, I, there's not much uh, more to talk about with that. Let's talk about the opening of the official show. Uh, Stephanie McMahon addressing the crowd, talking about the current situation, the times we're living in. Um, what did you think of this as far as like setting the sort of the tone of how they were they're going about this? It was, it was good. It was, yeah, that was well done. But okay, I, I love this, Matt. You're you're a patriot, uh, Justin. You as well. That video package of America the Beautiful merging together all the performances from past manias, I thought was wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah goosebumps for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was very well done. I thought that was cool because I, I actually that was one of the things one of the things I thought to myself earlier today was I was thinking about okay, what's a normal mania like, and what's gonna have to be substituted. And and America the Beautiful came in my head, and I was like, well, surely in this time of shelter in place, they're not gonna be bringing a you know, uh, anybody famous of a singer uh, to the performance center. So I was kind of cool to do that mashup. And I'm a huge, huge Ray Charles fan. So I love that he kind of like bookended uh, was heavily featured uh, for his America, the beautiful performance he did, you know, in the eighties. So that was, I thought a, a really nice well done. All the video packages opening up was, was, were well done. I thought. Yeah. 
it's a good opening uh, video. I think, I mean, if there was a disparity, it's that they made it seem so epic, even with the humor injected in all that, uh, the pirate footage. And I mean, Seth Rollins, like curb stomping a crab. Uh, and I think there was like a Kraken and an octopus in there. Um, to go from that to then Gronk in the performance center there with Mojo. Uh, I mean, took the wind out of my sails a little bit, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm sorry. Gronk kills it for me. No offense. Gronk and Gronk and Mojo up there in the purse the whole night looked like Statler and Waldorf just making these cheesy ass jokes at random times. Um, yeah, it, it was a weird thing. You went from yeah, you went from really good video package, and you know, and then you have the ACDC. You know, uh, for those about to rock, we salute you. I could just imagine if we were in Raymond James Stadium, cannon fire coming from the Buccaneers ship. You come from this yeah. great produced. Uh, you know, WWE is so good at that stuff, and then yeah, we get. I mean. I don't want to hate on Gronk and Mojo because I'm, you know, they're doing they're doing their best. That's a tough situation to try to project that kind of energy when you have a silent room. So I mean, I, I they're trying, but it just it's, it, it's, it just it's 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 not that at all. It's just that Gronk is not. I don't see how he transfers over to wrestling and wrestling fans. I don't get it. I'm missing something. He was uh, just he he just got voted off the mass Singer. I just something about the guy. If you're not a fan of his, I, I feel like what am I not understanding? about him why do people love him so much because he's supposed to be wild and crazy and zany because we've never seen that before from a football player there's <laughs> there, there's there, there, there's no you know what i mean and like, jbl we grew up, we grew up yeah. i'm sorry we grew up we grew up with Deion freaking sanders yeah like, like right so like we like if you're gonna be this charismatic football player you got a lot to live up to in that department with uh, the michael Irvins of the world the Deion sanders of the world uh those were showmen. And I'm now feeling robbed that Gronk was there tonight with Mojo. We had JBL on commentary with Michael Cole, and at no point did he say he just loves to have fun, Maggle. You know? It was always one of my favorite JBL-like sort of platitudes he would toss out about, like, No Way Jose my, and Fandango. My favorite, my favorite JBLism, uh, <laughs> my favorite JBLism is, the lights are on bright oh, tonight, Michael. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this women's tag team match Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Asuka and Kari Sane with Alexa and Nikki becoming the tag team champions poor Asuka man her Wrestlemania by the way Matt you predicted the Kabuki Warriors I think I predicted Alexa and Nikki Cross <laughs> yes you did look at that the dogs uh, what, what's the saying the chickens are coming home to roost some days I called the last two matches of the evening with the winners oh. and the order that they would wrestle in. Oh man, I so I'm so I'm so sad that the three of us are not in Tampa this weekend, so we can't bust each other's balls in person. Man, that's 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 like the biggest disappointment of this whole thing. <sighs> yes, uh, this was a good match. Everyone looked good, but I don't know if Kari uh, is long for the company. Isn't her contract coming up soon? Where is she going? Anywhere her, else? Her her uh, fiance or husband, I don't know if they're married. Yet. He works in New Japan, so I think there's a thought of maybe she goes to goes there. Hmm. I think it's her because I because I, I, they they still haven't scratched the surface with her. She's a big time baby face waiting to happen. That you know what I mean? They've they've strung her along as a heel, which is really good. And somebody said Ron Armanta. $3.99 Super Chat. Kyrie saying leaving WWE confirmed? Yeah, I mean, and with Asuka, I just, I feel like 
every time she's got something going, they find a way to to mess it up. You know, it's always at her expense that someone else sort of gets that push. Charlotte going over Alexa and Nikki going over tonight. I don't know. What was next? After that, uh, Bakari did take uh, the pin tonight from Alexa. Uh, after yes. that, we got Elias versus King Corbin tonight. I couldn't have cared any less about this match. No offense to either guy. I just, I mean, it feels like for a year and a half, I've been saying these two are, were on the same level and um, they shouldn't have been working each other at the time. Okay. And Baron eventually got a little bit bigger of a push between the two. Did King became King Corbin. And ever since he's been King Corbin, I don't think they've done a good job with him. Not, it's not on him. It's on them. Um, putting him, I don't know. He should have been working somebody in a bigger a bigger role, in my opinion. If you, you can't just push somebody like that for a year straight, and then this is what you give them a mania. Yeah, you know, I, I look at you know, a year ago, Baron Corbin is retiring Kurt Angle. And Elias, yeah, man. and Elias is is having a uh, is is having a, a row of segments and last year's mania particularly he has John Cena make a surprise appearance in the old school thugonomics gimmick like I, I just yeah kind of like what Matt was saying I just I don't know but both of these guys I like both of these guys Baron Corbin's one of the best heels currently and, and and to all the fans that are like he doesn't get heat he gets go away heat f you you don't know what heat is no. and heat. Heat is no. if you if you don't like the guy, that's the idea. That is the idea. You're not a, a, a heel is not supposed to be a guy who you're like he's a really effective bad guy. I like his work. No, you're supposed to dislike him. You dislike him, he gets under your skin. And Elias is a good character too. So they do. That's true. But the other part of it is, let me ask you this: Does he make you hate him so much that you will pay money to see him get beat? Hmm. That's a good point too. I think I think he does, but I think it really does depend on the babyface. And I don't think, and I love Elias, but I don't think, I don't think Elias Elias has not been established enough a babyface. Elias has flip flopped so much between heel face in the last couple of years. You need a really yeah. convince you like like I think you pay to see Kurt Angle, the 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 the, the grizzled veteran, shut Baron Corbin up, yeah, and then when Baron know. and when Baron Corbin reti- Baron Corbin excuse me retires him, you're like, oh hell, and it's more heat. You need a really good babyface still right now for Corbin. But I think he's a he's a really good performer. He's fast as hell for a guy of his he, size, and he does what he's supposed to do. He is making you guys hate him. That's yeah. his job. Yeah, I mean, I think to that extent, I think both of these guys' gimmicks worth so much work so much better with a crowd. I mean, oh, Elias sure. certainly does. So, I mean, I think these guys probably benefit uh, or hurt the most by the lack of a crowd. Yeah. I mean, Elias's character totally is predicated on having to have live fan interaction. I mean, so he Elias is one of the few cases of a character who was middle of the road in NXT, came to Raw and SmackDown, and thrived a higher expectation because I think the bigger arena setting, the more fans each night being able to sing a song about a different town, that kind of worked to his favor, and there's not a lot of guys that have, can say that. Uh, Ron Armenta clarifying CEO for stardom has stated that publicly that he wants Kari Sane back. So that explains it. And I believe uh, Justin, to your point, someone in the chat corrected it's Io Shirai, whose husband is in New or fiance is in New Japan. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, let's talk about, so Elias won that match, but let's talk about Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch, a match that they've, I mean, they built to this. This, this was easily in the top three. I mean, I think Drew uh, and Brock, but with Becky and Shayna, they built the hell out of this for a match that 
felt like it was over before it really got going with Becky winning and retaining. Uh, I mean, what'd you think of this, Matt? Nope. Sorry, give me just, one second. I apologize. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane did recently just get married. That's what I was thinking about. Though. Okay. She did. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I, I, I was talking. I, I did some Zoom calls with friends during Mania. I was trying <laughs> Zoom to calls. I did, and I had some people. I had some people who were um, who were really shocked by the Becky Shayna situation, like the mat, like where it was, was positioned in the card and Becky's win. And I was like, I just, I did not. And, and maybe the empty arenas didn't help Shayna's calls, but. I just didn't feel like Shayna was just hitting it. I feel like WWE. I mean, look, a year ago, Becky, Becky beat Ronda Rousey in Charlotte at the you know in a match, and it's like Shayna Baszler's not successfully been presented and made me believe that she's tougher in like a real fight situation than Ronda Rousey, and Shayna Baszler's not made me believe that she is better as a in the pro wrestling art form than than Charlotte. Like I feel like she came short of that mark, and. This just didn't have again. Maybe the empty arena and the situation we're in hurt the build, but to me, yeah, I was like, Becky has to win this. Shane is not even this. Shane's not even ready for that title right now, especially when we don't know what the future holds for WWE. We don't know if they're going to have to go dark for X amount of weeks. So I definitely wouldn't take the title off of Becky. She's held it for a year now. I would not, no. you know, I would not take it off her. This would have no, need to. This would have benefited from being shot uh, out with. Becky in the semi, this should have been outside the ring. And I think it still could have been a short match, but it would have been much better than the presentation we saw. Cause it just felt very abrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a letdown given that Becky main evented mania last year, one of the hottest performers in the company. This has had some of the most build and it was just nothing. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I feel like it's just beating a dead horse at this point. Uh, Rowdy Hitman, Australian $2. Say congrats on 14 years, Thank Matt. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I saw you got a lot of love from that post the other day, man. Yeah, seriously, congrats. Thank you. Uh, Ron Armenta saying uh, $4.99, saying Kyrie was off TV to get married and almost didn't make it to the WrestleMania taping. That's interesting. Um... <laughs> Chef Kafaro 499 asking if we caught JBL saying don't blink these guys don't get paid by the hour right before the universal title match thought that was hysterical um, uh, the Ripper uh, just saying that Bianca Belair should have been one the one more appealing with a more appealing moveset Bianca versus Becky that could have worked without a crowd I just think with Shayna man actually it's kind of awful that Shayna is not a big crowd favorite but even with no crowd it just felt kind of so they felt muted. There was just nothing to really get excited about. I don't know. She's not, char- she's not charismatic. I know. And I feel like it, it hurt Becky because Becky needs someone to play off of more. And I just don't think she gave her everybody. Anything. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the WWE Intercontinental title match. Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn getting a championship match, a championship title defense at WrestleMania winning the yeah. match, entering to his own music. So it's his first singles match in forever. Uh, first Mania singles match. First time he's entered to his own music for a match uh, on a pay-per-view in a long time because he was with Kevin Owens and then with Shinsuke. Um, but what did you think of this match? Very happy for him. Great match. This is one of my favorite matches, actually. Yeah, up to this point in the show, it had set the bar. They were yeah. the highest at that point. Yeah, yeah. Good on Sammy, man. I hope, uh, you know, I think clearly his current shtick is working. This artist collective thing 
seems to be uh, has the has the backing of creative. They're getting space and opportunities. So, yeah, I hope uh, this keeps going. Antoine Fair, two dollars, saying Becky's appeal is dependent on crowd support. See, I think she still looked good. It's just, yeah, it's just even the interviews and stuff. I don't know. Just need something a little bit more. But uh, with Sammy and Daniel, so uh, you called it last night, Matt, that uh, Daniel Bryan would do the favor and put Sammy over. I did call that too. God dang it, didn't I? <laughs> For those keeping score, <laughs> I want someone. Okay, you fans are incredible. Our audience is the best. Just because it'll make Matt happy. Can somebody go back to last night's predictions at the end of last night's podcast? Just tally up between Justin and Matt, who is more right and who is more wrong, and then maybe tomorrow we can uh, settle this once and for all. Who's the wrestling genius? I predicted tonight's entire main event. You guys didn't say Taker versus oh, AJ. Oh, rela- relax, Mayor. Did you? Did, did, did you? Did you? Relax. Did you? Did you say it? We, you and I were going back and forth in different scenarios. Okay. No, 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 because we didn't know what no. matches were going to be on what night. So we said, if you have this match on this night, this one needs a main event. If That's the here. hardest part. That was the that I verbatim, go back and watch it, said Boneyard match will be the last match. And I even backed it up with Braun versus Goldberg and Brian would win, which you piggybacked after uh, I said it. Do, do no, do not do not claim me as a piggybacker with Braun. I don't want to hear that. I've I've had my Braun membership for over three years. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear any piggybacking. Yes, after I've said it all. I can't wait until I get to do what I promised I'd do if Braun won. Continue. When we get to it. <laughs> okay, uh the, the triple threat. Re- the, 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 the rest of us could. <laughs> well, you're not, thr- gonna, you're not gonna oh, have that option. <sighs> Morgan and Labar got your timing got, is terrible tonight, Glenn. Come on. I know. You two got heat. I got heat with Raj. Like, this podcast <laughs> is imploding. You, time out. Do you really have heat with him in real life? I, I got Goonies heat with Raj. Did you see his shit tonight? <laughs> no, Where he's like, he I don't want to watch it because it would ruin the gimmick. It's like, it ruined the gimmick. I'm not going to watch it. Told you. So I ratted him out to Ryback. You, you did? Yeah, because I found uh, there's I searched Ryback and Goonies, and there's a picture where Ryback is wearing a Goonies T-shirt. So I was like, I'm gonna let Ryback give him some shit about this now. Wait, in real life, was Ryback wearing a Goonies T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what? Why is Ryback wearing Goonies T-shirts? Really? I don't know. It was the still from a video. Ryback's a fan. Of, well, Ryback's our age, right? It makes sense he's a fan of the Goonies. I don't know. Yes. My my favorite yeah. my favorite headline oh, totally on wrestling Inc. today. My favorite headline on Wrestling Inc. today was Ryback and Raj make WrestleMania predictions. That was a headline today on Wrestling Inc. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh, my God. Raj, could you? God, I'm, I'm like ready to throw up right now. I'm putting my phone down. And then, oh, my God. Steve. <laughs> Much like the noises Chunk that's made, some, that's, that's something going down my throat right now. I'm sorry. Yes. Much right, like continue. the noises Chunk made uh, when he snuck into the balcony with the fake vomit and made the vomiting noises that made everyone in the crowd get sick. Raj has brought us a lot of joy. He's he's brought Raj has Raj has brought a lot of joy to his podcast amongst the fans. Okay, so I have to. <laughs> I told Justin this, Matt. So you know what I did. I uh, use the Wrestling Inc. YouTube account, and Raj does as well. 
So the other night I went on the Wrestling Inc. account and just like searched mm -hmm. and watched like 30 Goonies videos. So now when Raj logs in, all the recommendations are Goonies videos. <laughs> now when he logs in, <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, is Glenn is trolling him by hacking into the Wrestling Inc. <laughs> That's awesome, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> Steve B with I'm I'm just gonna start may have like mailing stuff to him. I don't know. I'm gonna find some other way to next level this shit. Uh Steve B $20 saying, Thank you, Steve. Uh loved Owens versus Rollins match. So epic one Bonier match was so good. Thank you guys for being so entertaining. Thank you all for watching. We're up to uh, God, I mean, there's like over 1600 people watching live right now. I mean, mania is always good for us, but uh <laughs> Damn it. Rosh is paying attention. I like how, like, so you gotta get rid of Glenn's access. Uh, <laughs> oh, gotta be on, on my toes here a little bit tonight. Uh, triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown tag team titles Kofi Kingston versus Jimmy Uso versus John Morrison. This was, this was, guys, this is like the, in my opinion, is the hardest match to, to possibly have without fans. Like I was telling you about earlier, without having adrenaline that the fans give you, that match was so painful, like physically. Um, oh my God, just throwing the ladders at one another like that, the bumps they were taking, the whole nine, like that, that was a painful match. But I, I dug the finish. I thought the finish, you could say it's kind of hokey, a little corny maybe, or whatever, the way it, it finished, finished. I liked it. Um, the whole match I, I liked. And by the way, WWE production truck, when it's time to play a replay, you run the replay of John Morris and walking across the freaking top rope. But instead they show like what happened before that and right after that. Kevin Dunn. There was nothing more impressive athletic that we saw tonight than mm. Jomo walking across the top rope like no big deal. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Shelton Benjamin's done it one other time, I believe. Yeah, no, that the, the, this, you know, shoot. Yeah, you know, the the uh, Sammy Bryan match set a bar. This set a new bar. I feel so bad for all three of those performers for working their ass off, taking those risks and doing those doing that match and not being able to get the instant gratification of a crowd. Because, yeah, that going across the top rope, tight rope walk into a Spanish fly uh, or yeah. the Starship, you know, I mean, that's just that. that, that, that you know, granted, again, it's it's a taped match, so like, you don't have the pitfalls of live TV, but still, just to just to pull it off, even if even if that wasn't the first take, even if it took them two or three times, just to pull that off is still super impressive. And then this was great. This was a really really fun right. match. Um, had, again, I, I felt bad that the three guys could not get the instant gratification. I, I can only imagine the this is awesome and the crazy ass chance they would have got from seventy thousand people. Yeah. No, this was fantastic. Great spots in this. Uh, love the ending with all three of them holding the 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 belts and Morrison clutching them. Um, I think after on the pre-show with what we saw with the Miz and Morrison uh, rap video, I'm almost wondering if we're going to get a three-way rap battle in the next couple weeks with uh, New Day, the Usos, and Miz and Morrison because I think that would be a good way to keep this going without having them to wrestle again. They pushed themselves so hard tonight. That was a great match. It really was. Yeah, man. Uh, Daniel Hackett with the super chat saying, Matt, did AJ text you with the hand that was out of the grave? <laughs> I'm not there to see. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. This uh, tonight, there, there was a lot of good stuff. There was a lot of good stuff tonight.
Uh, and it did get better as it kept going. Um, so let's talk about Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, this match. Uh, man, just not, not, not looking forward to this in the slightest. And I like both talents. But, yeah. Uh, not in the slightest. But this definitely exceeded my expectations. Um. It, this was this was really good though. I, I really dug this, and they beat the snot out of each other. The one cool thing about it that I liked was Seth Rollins, similar to Taker but different. His trash talking made the heat he was getting on Kevin all the more better. That was when we talk about the stuff people do in between the moves. This is an opportunity in these empty arena uh, shows and matches to you're either gonna fail and sound like a goof in the ring. Or you're going to sound cool as shit when you're beating the crap out of your opponent if you know how to talk in good trash. And it adds to your character to a degree. And I thought it added to Seth Rollins' character tonight, talking trash to Kayla the whole time, you know? Um, like when he's outside the, uh, the ring, he hit him with the bell shot, the ring bell shot, right? That You could hear that across the friggin' state of Florida. That was such a damn loud shot to the head. That was really, really well done. And that's not an easy shot to hit each other with because it's sharp yeah. on the corners. And whatnot, he did a great job with that. But I don't know, the little things made made this match to me. And surprisingly, it was Seth because I'm not a big fan of this incarnation of Seth. I don't hate it, but I'm not a huge fan of it. But tonight, I dug it, and I really liked KOs. Obviously, the crazy man spot he did off the top that was seriously, nuts. yeah. So no, man, that's a great point about about you know, there's no hi- there's no hiding behind a crowd here. And uh, and I thought just to give a credit to the same thing we're talking about, Alexa Bliss in the opening match, she did I thought very well. In between the moves with her uh, taunting did. at the Wookie yep. Warriors. Yeah, this is great. And I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Matt. Do you, really quick, before I forget, do you know, like when, they, when, when Seth came back and they're like, all right, it's, a, it's, a, it's an anything goes match, no DQ. Seth was like literally walking around the ring and going, so no DQ, huh? So I can do whatever I want, right? Well, what do you think of it? Like, and it made it, he made it look like he was reacting yeah. when he's walking past the staircase and going, Oh shit, I'm gonna be okay. It says I can use this, I'm gonna use this. It, 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 everything he did looked reactionary and not hmm. acting, even though it was him acting. Yeah, very well done. Yeah, and it was a nice little kind of like in like a little comedic nod too that they had, you know, they already had the WrestleMania sign that we normally see them pointing to all Road to Mania, they already had that sign made, you know. I, I, the fact they had that set up behind the announcer table and, and obviously worked it in for the big spot at the end, I thought that was kind of comical. Like, you know, we always joke about how many times they have to point to the sign, point to the sign. So I thought it was kind of nice. They managed to work the sign in as a, as a, as a prop to a, a high spot for the night. Yeah. But that, uh, so originally Seth hit KO with uh, the bell, then got DQ'd and they restarted as a no DQ match. And that's where uh, it just got insane with Owens climbing up on the top rope, the WrestleMania sign, uh, a pie, huge sent on, which put Rollins through the announce table. And uh, yeah, it was just a hell of a finish to a match. They didn't need to do this given uh, where it was at, but I think this was just oh. an example of going above and beyond in the current circumstance. And, and that's the noise I was telling you guys about when you lose your win, you get the wind knocked out of you. You, you, you fans at home watch, and you know what? It, you, everyone knows what it feels like to have their wind knocked out. It feels like you're going to die. It sucks. Um, yeah. And you make that weird, gasping, deep voice, weird ass noise that he was making. So I really do believe he did get the wind knocked out of him. Honestly. Oh, yeah. 
um it was really i don't know that was a hell of a bump man no absolutely um we saw our truth uh in a spot with gronk and mojo uh, uh mojo yeah. winning the 24 7 title uh gronk having the opportunity stolen from him. i'm sure I'd put money that Gronk is going to be 24-7 champion uh, before the end of Mania tomorrow night. Of course. I'm surprised they didn't give it to him tonight for a stupid highlight on SportsCenter. Uh, yeah. Oh, so uh, here we go, Matt. Ron Armenta mm -hmm. with a 499 Super Chat said, did Raj <laughs> court Matt the way he is with Ryback? Or are you friends from way yeah. back? Or <laughs> used to be in yeah, the pool Ron Armenta. No, 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 no courting whatsoever. Not at all. No, no, are receiving top billing on Wrestling Inc.'s uh, uh, news site with my WrestleMania predictions from people that aren't even on our site. <laughs> Anybody else want to make Wrestle prediction, WrestleMania predictions with us? They have nothing to do with WrestlingInc.com. Jeff, my neighbor. You, yes. You want to come join me on Wrestling Inc. podcast, even though you have nothing to do with our show whatsoever? No? You're good? Okay. Can you see him over there? Anyone see him? No. He's it's looking not... at me like I'm crazy right now. You can't see Jeff? No? He's looking at me like I'm nuts. What is Jeff doing outside at 11, 12 in the night? Smoking his, smoking his cigarettes. What do you mean? Okay. I, didn't, I can't see him. I couldn't see him. It's too dark. Oh. Raj will be back tomorrow night with me, Raj and Matt. I have to say, uh, I enjoy what Raj brings to this podcast, but I have to say, Matt, when he's not here, like you're just like vitriol towards him is so so much better than what Raj brings in being here. It's actually better just your reaction than when he's not here and him doing a Ryback's podcast. I just know one of his hosts just declared 14 years sober, and I I can't even get a little like a one. I can't even get a byline on Wrestling Inc. <laughs> David uh, 3x $2 saying kick Kevin Dunn and, off the production truck. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God, for missing that. Jomo yeah. walking across the top rope in slow-mo. I agree. And to be fair, I have no idea what he put in there with Raj. Uh, Raj put in there with him and Ryback for WrestleMania predictions. I don't, I'm not on, I'm not re re reading wrestling news. I'm just going off <laughs> what you guys are saying and trying to gas it up, to be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, Antoine Fair, uh, $2, smash your face like a pancake boy. Uh, what he said tonight to the new day. He did say that. He did say that in the match. That was great. Can you put that back up, please, one more time? Yes. Is it possible? Yeah. Smash your face like a pancake. <laughs> good trash talk. Um, okay, then. Uh, good trash talk. <laughs> JD Ski eight nine two five bucks. Raj and Glenn ladder match for wrestling at Gaxus next year, uh, or next on WrestleMania Part Two. I'm I'm good. It's we. I give him a hard time, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Jerry Wilson buck ninety buck ninety nine uh, pounds. Uh, enjoyed bronze match for short and fun Smash Brothers. We're gonna talk about that uh next i'm just going through here getting through super chats uh jimmy vivano 499 pump for tomorrow for all three of you pick two you can watch cena fiend edge orton brock drew yeah fiend and edge man that's what i'm about all the way <sighs> what was the oh. one? Oh, brock yeah. and drew i'm saying i can't believe i'm saying that because i'm really excited for drew here but yeah i agree with the other two 
Yeah, only because I feel like I know what we're gonna see with Drew and Brock. Like I can like I can pretty much call it now, and it's it, that's good. But like yeah, with Edge Orton, I don't know what I'm gonna see. And with Fiend, who's Cena, winning, you know, Brock or Drew? Who's winning, Brock or Drew, Justin? I'm gonna say Drew. I'm gonna say Vince is not gonna deviate from the plan, and that Drew is the plan all the way all the way along. I'm gonna say Drew. Hmm. I hope so. I hope so. But like I still feel bad for him if that. I mean, I shouldn't feel bad for him. He's going to be a world champion. He's going to live out his dream, right? But by the same token, it's not the same thing, right, as winning it in an arena, right, in a stadium. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, you know, this is not – if Drew ends up winning it, it's not the moment that he – you know, that they set out to have. Which – What was Braun saying tonight, by the way? Just for everybody that said I couldn't do it. <laughs> what was he yelling when he was winning, when he won it? He yelled something weird like that. Oh, I don't remember. It was uh, it was over. So I mean, <laughs> let's talk about this. Braun versus Goldberg. I like looked down at my phone, and this match was over. It was so short. It it, it needed to be. Yeah. It it's needed just to be. this. It's just wild that it's took three and a half years and a freaking pandemic for them to finally put the belt on Braun. Oh, excuse me. Seriously. Braun. Finally, he's champion. Don't say anything, Glenn. No sell. Go ahead. No sell at all you want. Let the weirdness just permeate. Don't say anything. Don't say There's no weirdness here. No, we're not taking that away from our fans that just had to watch that. All right, here for the Now that you got that in in your heads, this couldn't have been anything else but what it was, right? Like, this... They're not going to have like some huge five star match, nor do would I want to see that from them. Wrestling I'm just Inc. Your... Glenn, I, I mean, Raj, I have no idea. You're killing my shtick here, dude. I have no I... idea what you're putting on your site. Come on, I don't read wrestling news. <laughs> not because I'm too cool, because I'm too busy. Uh, uh, Midnight Toker, do you think night two will take place at full sale? I know, I think it's going to be largely the performance center like uh, tonight. Man, Edge versus Orton, that should be like the Boneyard match tonight. Like that. Oh, you think they'll do something like that? I don't know. I'm afraid there's just going to be one and one. I'm afraid we're going to get the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match, and that's it. What's Edge? Wait, really quick, Justin. What is Edge versus Randy? Is there any steps to this? La- last man standing. So wait, why can't it be something weird? Not weird, but like different. You could do like a you could do like a Hollywood backlot brawl type of thing, you know. Um, Get out the white bronco. Okay. Yes, the white yeah. bronco. <sighs> why can't it just be a? Why can't it have a different setting to it? It could, and we don't know. Here, here's here's my thought. We we kept hearing that they were going to use full sale as well, and obviously full sale has been set up because they did the last NXT there. Oh. I don't I don't put it past them to to maybe do Orton and Edge at Full Sail, and that'd be the only match that's there, and they can use the full arena of Full Sail because they're not using the full arena at the performance center. They're, they're obviously trying to watch their camera shots. So I don't put it off that they right. make that last man standing match in one other location. It won't be cinematic necessarily like uh, Boneyard was or what we think Firefly see, that's is. What, I want that, though. I don't want them flying in the chairs and stuff. Who cares? I, I think this is a chance for them to think of something really cool. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, do something really different, you know? I don't know. Braun's got a promo online. I'm just looking at the, the summer here, saying he's proof you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. So, uh, babyface Braun. 
Um, but yeah, the smash with gold. I mean, there was like nothing really to this year. Goldberg didn't look particularly thrilled to be there. Um, this seemed perfunctory. <laughs> Why didn't he look thrilled to be there? What What did he do that makes you think that? I mean, just his attitude in this, not like Goldberg is ever like, actually the match, the first match back that they did in front of his son, like that, you could see that he was like stoked to be back. He's playing off of fans and his son yeah. being in the you yeah. know, front row. That's different, right? He was in there. He did his, um, I guess the smirk he gave Braun at the beginning. I guess you could say that. Yeah. I mean, well, clearly when he was supposed to be Roman, now it's this, like no buildup, no story, no nothing. Uh, Braun, four power slams and a win. Uh, well, Braun's, to be fair, no, yeah. offense, no offense to Bill Goldberg. He shouldn't have won the title off of uh, Bray Wyatt to begin with. Mm-hmm. The way he did, right? So, like, he wasn't written into this storyline that he was going to win the world title for like six months worth of time. They put that together fairly quickly so they could steal a WrestleMania moment for Roman. Do you know what I'm saying? So, 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 so that'll happen really quickly. Matt saying, uh, Matt Velasquez is saying, Braun said the monster's still alive. Um, well, that's my question. Who said yeah. the monster was dead? Yeah. Well, babyface Braun. Was and he also said this is for everyone that said I couldn't do it? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make him say mon- Braun? Braun, you're a monster. There's nobody walking God's green earth that says you couldn't do it. Matt, why does your Braun impression sound like Cartman from South Park? <laughs> it doesn't. It sounds like the guy from Simpsons, actually. Who's the um Barney Gumble? Town drunk. Yeah, Barney. Town drunk. It's more like him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andrew uh, with Buck99 saying, Hope tomorrow Cena wrestles the Vince puppet. I agree. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, that could be so good tomorrow. I mean, just, man, tonight. That's what uh, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The, WWE, had, WWE had days to think about this, and they decided to put the Boneyard match on day one. The, the bar that they are setting of expectation for the Firefly Funhouse, I hope they know what they're doing. Antoine Fair, $5, saying this is my time now. I run this. The monster is back. Um, they could yeah, do some cool I mean, he, did, he, he definitely said that, too. Goldberg is now 0-2 in universal <laughs> title defenses. Good. I mean, I love Goldberg. He's one, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, like everybody else is, you know, in the late 90s. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're good. Oh, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Still need security with no crowd. Um, ah, so now we're back to the main event, which we talked about at the start of the show. Yeah, we already covered it. I know, but so good. Like, man, Boneyard, Boneyard match, AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Um, me- easily the match of the year thus far. <coughs> um, most creative and interesting thing WWE has done in ages. I mean, the way they even involved Gals and Anderson, Taker's entrance to Metallica, AJ's prank entrance at the beginning coming out of the coffin, um, the trash talking, all the, the pyro at the, the end. Guy, the guys that surrounded Taker, all the druids that surrounded Taker, and he whipped all their asses. That's exa- That's how you do stuff with and, Undertaker, man. And, and I love... And into that, I love Taker pulling that that uh, action star, that Roadhouse kind of feel. Where he's like, oh, "Are we going to do this? You know, yeah. like yep. <laughs> bring it on." Uh, they had to make a movie with him. That's all I know. Yeah, they never. I mean, Kane got see no evil. How come Undertaker never got a film? That's the movie. This is literally like a Roadhouse type of movie, like where he's just a badass, wild, wild west, 
gun. What's it? What do we call it? Kind of guys that draw guns on each other. What do you call that? Gunslinger. Quick gunslinger. Gun. Gunslinger. There we go. A modern day gunslinger. Like not to sound oh. corny, but like that's what he was out there tonight, and he it, it fit him perfectly. Did you guys catch Perfect. the? Um, did you guys catch the promo they they showed of uh, they had that that limited series on the Undertaker yeah. the last ride? Matt, no. did you see this? So one one of the commercial spots they aired in between matches was a exclusive coming to the WWE Network. Um, it's called it's it's a limited series. It's called Undertaker: The Last Ride, and they were showing footage of like Taker and Michelle McCool and Vince, and like it looked like it was footage of like Taker like after he lost to like Brock and how he actually went to the hospital that night in New Orleans and like. Yeah. But it's like, and then it chronicles shows him like deadlifting and doing like training, and like it seems like it's all about like him in this latter stage of his career. Um, I think they're showing some footage tomorrow night after night two of Mania on the network. So, there, has there been any? How many series part series is it? They didn't say. They don't. They didn't say. It just said. It just said. Li- it just said limited series. So it's not. It's not just a one. Like it's not like just like a twenty four where it's one episode. It's obviously multiple episodes. But they didn't say it. It said limited series. It looks Almost awesome. Start. They said footage tomorrow night, but that's all they said was footage will be shown tomorrow night. I don't know if it's the first episode or a preview of it tomorrow night after Mania, but that's what's going to be on the network cool. after after night two. Donald Lanise has a good point. They know what they're doing. People are now more likely to buy tomorrow, no matter what match they felt was better uh, tonight. But that Boneyard match. I didn't think of it that way. I didn't think of it that way. That's pretty, he's right, actually. That's a pretty good call. So good. It was so good. Everybody, uh, everybody's going to be blowing the internet. We haven't had a chance to go on Twitter. Yeah, I haven't. So I, I, I can only, you know, fathom Twitter exploding over that match. I don't understand how someone could have not liked this or preferred this. I other just see somebody in my comment section throw something in there like, they could thank Matt Hardy. Like, can't you just be like happy about wrestling for one night where it's not? Right. You know what I mean? That's so corny. Well, and Raj Geary tweeted that they need to do Sting versus Undertaker using this format. Wait, didn't we say that on this podcast? Stop like stealing our shit, Raj. Get your own shit. <laughs> Raj is like, I own whatever you say on this podcast. It's called the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, not the Jewprint Podcast. He kind of, he kind of does. <laughs> so, so right now, Matt, um, right now trending in the United States, Big Evil and Biker Taker and Matt Hardy are all trending. Uh, <sighs> Right, right before we started this, right before we started this, I said, "Yeah, I said, give the Boneyard match an Oscar." Well, F and done, WWE. It's got over four hundred likes. I mean, yeah, Pete, that this is what people are talking about right now is is the is that hashtag of the Boneyard match. It's good it sell so for tomorrow. Good. So good. Um, let's get to some super chats here. JD Ski, two bucks saying, Bar, we need to wash these hands promo, please. Braun did one after we were talking about it on this podcast weeks yeah. ago. Braun did a wash these hands promo. Gotta wash these hands. That sounded like Vince doing brawn. <laughs> but I did the brawn. But, but for those watching the video, I did the brawn lift. I did. The, I did the arm. Yes. I did the. You know. Rodney and uh, Rodney Hitman Australian five bucks. No need for a clean squash like that. Is Goldberg paid by the minute? Made him look like a chump. Longer match edited wouldn't have exposed weaknesses. I mean yeah. Goldberg. What's the longest Goldberg match ever? They don't need to be. We saw yeah. what happened versus Taker. It doesn't need to be. This is just There's a nothing sh- wrong with that. This is just a guess. I don't know the exact stat, but I have to imagine the long one of the longest Goldberg matches ever is probably when he won the title from Hogan and the, the Atlanta Town. Oh yeah, I guess triple. Oh yeah, that one too. Triple H. 
Uh, Jualit Barwani, $20 Canadian. Just want to give huge credit to AJ for the match. When AJ was picked for this match, and we all knew he was the only good enough wrestler to take Taker through a Mania match, he really came through in every sense of the way. 100%. I even loved... uh, It's actually funny now that I think about it. I mean, and at the end of that match, Taker put AJ over and then literally buried him a second later, which is funny just to think about it in that sense of how it was um but that ending was great this does, this does zero to hurt aj this oh, actually yeah. brings him up sorry it just does no the thing with the hand i'm looking forward to watching this again <laughs> seriously just thinking about it now it's like do, do you remember with the thing with the hand do you remember the first the first buried alive match ever october 96 between mankind and taker yeah. mankind mankind with all the collection of of, of, of help they, they they buried Taker to, to until the grave was full, and then how did it end? Taker with that glove up, and that kind of gave you that that symbolism of like he, there's still more. And that's why when I saw that symbolism of AJ, I know Matt saying it's just to show that he's not dead. I think it's a symbolism of the doors open that they're gonna they're gonna they want to get that cool. they want to get that they're, rematch. They're never they're never gonna wrestle each other in a match in a ring. They're just not. No way. There's no way that he's gonna throw away that awesome finish for himself of how to cap off his amazing career. That is the coolest way. I couldn't even fathom something like that in my head if I tried to, of the coolest way to go out of a wrestler. But, Matt, they might not want to, but for all the buzz that this is getting, and Vince, when he made this in the first place, he wanted to see AJ and Taker in a traditional in-the-ring match. So if this is getting all this buzz, and if, if Vince wants a big draw, let's let's say SummerSlam's the first time that they get to have a pay per view with a crowd back in the arena. It will never top. It will never top yeah, the emotion. It won't top. I agree. Tonight did. They're both smart businessmen. AJ still got a lot more. Is that more matches left in him? Um, there's no reason for him to. He doesn't need to get a win back for Taker. Him talking shit to Undertaker. There's never been another wrestler that getting heat on Undertaker talked shit. The entire time whipping his ass. Old man, just go away. Just die. You're saying shit about his wife. Um, You're done. All Just touch such trash talking to Undertaker. Brock didn't do it. None of them did. They might have hit a couple words here and there. Not just complete run-on sentences like AJ was killing him with. No. AJ got his shit in. Trust me. You're not wrong by your logic, and I, I agree. They don't need to do another match, but I'm saying it's and, and, and Vince, is gonna, of, Vince and, will and, put and, another match out there. And the glove out of the, 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 the um, dirt gimmick, th- that's every single horror movie known to man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the issue is that, you know, Vince still sees a portion, such a the live event and tickets, selling tickets, such a big part of the draw, Both. but man... Both men are way too over and do have clout and do have a say yeah. in saying, nope, we're good. Let what do see. you think from a business point of view, Justin? And let me just put this theory out there. Yes, you could probably sell 10, maybe 20,000 tickets more for doing this match at SummerSlam, like you said. But do you think, think but do you think by doing the Boneyard match, they could get a million additional viewers each week if they started doing things like this on TV? And start to get more pay-per-view buys, more subscriptions. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, certainly. Again, just as we just talked about a minute ago, with what's trending on social media, I mean, there's definitely buzz out there that if you missed out tonight, if if Let you decided you weren't gonna, check. yeah, if you decided yeah. you weren't gonna watch this Mania tonight, 
and you're listening to this podcast or you're looking at social media, you're certainly going, oh, hell, I need to find a way to watch this Bone Yard match. Whether you're a subscriber to the network already and you're logging back on to, to be Johnny Come Lately or whether you're – whatever you're trying to do to find it. Um, I mean, this has definitely created buzz. I, 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 Business-wise, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it could add. I don't know how to put it in. Um, I don't know how to quantify it. But because I'm going to tell my brother who's who used to watch wrestling who doesn't watch it anymore. Uh, both both of my brothers. I'm going to text them and be like, "You have to watch this match from tonight." I'm telling you, if there was a promotion that put on a weekly wrestling show that was like this, um, with these style of fights, like well, I would watch the I, hell out of that. That's what I loved about Lucha Underground, and I went out yeah. to Lucha. I went out to LA to Lucha Underground for the season finale taping of season two. I was doing media stuff out there and I loved them because I mean, they had a live in the ring aspect, but I loved all of the, 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 the all, all the vignettes, all, all the, all the, the staging they would do. And it was shot like a movie it was shot by people that do movies. Um, Their problem is uh, El Ray network was in like ah! 10 homes yeah. nationwide. Right and yeah, that, that that was a big problem amongst some other political things. Uh, and I wish that they would have. I wish I wish they would have stuck around because I think I think right. the same. I'm just I'm just gonna say this because I let calling fans out that are I, yeah. I think way off, uh, keyboard commandos. All right, somebody somebody just wrote on my Twitter. I found it disrespectful. To who? <laughs> to who? The millions of fans who just got an opportunity to get their freaking minds. Stop from being wrapped around, being scared for the lights right now across our country, hell, across the globe. Yeah, no, that's not disrespectful. Wait, no, I mean, it was disrespectful to uh, uh, AJ. No, wasn't disrespectful to him either. Pete, uh, I'm Pete sure got AJ, too much, too, too, too much, I don't know what the word tell, is. Tell that fan, I'm sure AJ got paid. I'm sure, he got, I'm, I'm, sure he got, I'm sure he got compensated quite well to not to be disrespectful. Uh, I'm <laughs> just, just the, neg- the negativity, though, it oh, sucks. Yeah. But everyone else, everyone else is on point. You must say you have to agree with me. But by the same token, it's like, why waste your time typing in something just to be negative for the sake of negative? I just I never know. understood that logic. Uh, Philip Marler, $2. He'll turn for Roman to go after Braun for the title. Yeah. Highly doubt that's going to happen. But that would be awesome. I, I'll take a, a love a Roman heel turn. I, I, think if, I think if anything, we're going to get reversed. I think if anything, Braun. Yes. eventually Braun, Braun. Braun saying, Oh, poor Roman! You couldn't, you two, you couldn't show up. You couldn't show up for the big match. I had to take your place and do it, and then you have a Roman hey. chasing them. Yeah, you Wayne Montgomery too. <coughs> Good call, Wayne Montgomery. Yeah, he said they, five bucks. Wayne Montgomery five dollars super chat. They should re-air the Boneyard match Monday night for fans who missed it. I agree with that, Wayne Montgomery. I'm he gonna said. say if I'm Fox, I'm like f that. You're airing this on Fox Friday night. Because this will wow. bump a rating. I'd, I'd say on Raw tomorrow night, I'd promote it. I would say on SmackDown this Friday, we're going to reshow the Boneyard oh, match yeah. on Fox TV. Well, uh, to that point, Glenn, we didn't last night, because I know we went, you know, we were all kind of tired, ready to go to bed. There was a news story I did not give out, but I'll paraphrase it. It's relevant to that. One of the news stories we had on Wrestling Inc. yesterday was the fact that WWE has been showing, uh, they're showing these, these, these flashback WrestleManias on ESPN on these Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. USA and Fox weren't thrilled with that. They were not thrilled with all, you know, and, and WWE has been looking to get, ESPN has been looking to get in business with WWE and vice versa. There was talks before this pandemic of maybe having WrestleMania <clears throat> go to the ESPN plus service. So it's very interesting that they would, uh, the, the bidding war of these different networks of wanting to maybe have some of this content that WWE has, they're passing around. Hmm. What's the heat with USA? You said USA and Fox, Justin? I think, yeah, USA and Fox, who obviously are weekly partners of WWE, who air Raw and SmackDown, they were like, 
why are you giving this these old WrestleManias that are drawing eight hundred thousand viewers on a Sunday night ESPN? Well, WWE wow. knows that you know it, there, there's some conflict happening. Yeah, they're right saying now. we already got your money, Fox and USA. Exactly. Yeah, good on you, WWE. Get it. Hating <laughs> mid card talents, five hundred grand. So seven hundred fifty grand being in a tag team. I still can't believe the money these guys and gals are getting. God do, bless them. Do you have you tracked down Dash and Dawson's uh, cell phone numbers just so you can text them and be like, "You idiots, take the money." Seven fifty a piece. Goodness gracious. I don't know, man. Um, could you imagine? Because we have seen AEW and WWE are paying attention to each other. If AEW now that Matt Hardy's with the company, uh, Darby Allen is an accomplished filmmaker in his own right. Man, let yeah. these guys shoot some matches like this. AEW Please. can change the way they do production, and I think it would be awesome. I agree. I I totally agree, dude. Darby Allen could change it completely. Yeah, I know that sounds corny, but I mean that his his look, his vibe, his feel he gives off. I don't know what it is. It's different. Yeah, completely different. Uh, Michael Caserta, five bucks, saying this is Goldberg's way of giving back to the business. He was talking about it on Stone Cold's yep. podcast. Well, it's way of giving yep. back. But how much do you think Goldberg got paid between uh, Saudi and this this last run here? A lot of money, but he's also Bill freaking Goldberg. He could tell the company, "Hey, I ain't losing," and they can say, "All right, sorry, Bill, we got to strip you of the title." And then Braun, you've got to wrestle Joe Schmo at WrestleMania for the vacant World Championship, or Braun Strowman, you're going over on Bill Goldberg for the World Championship. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, at the end of the day, I, kudos to Bill for doing the right thing and doing business and help get Braun more over. I'm, I, I liked it. Jim Viviano, Buck99, saying, will WWE finally so. go on break after Raw? I hope so. I think I'm hoping this is not silver lining. We want to use that word you said, right? Uh, well, I feel I, like if, yeah. if, if there's a high point in any of this, if there's some hope somewhere in this pandemic we're going through, pertaining to wrestling talk right yeah. um i i do hope that it does lead to okay they have to be forced to have an off season and then they see the demand for wrestling when they come back from that set forced off season to start doing it each year yeah yeah, yeah. if you you know wrestlemania wrestlemania to wrestlemania is the calendar year for wwe if you finish wrestlemania and then you had like a six week six a six week off season and now you're not competing yep. against the NHL and NBA playoffs. You're not competing against Major League Baseball's opening day. If you took six weeks off and then came back and built towards money in the bank in June, that that, that guys that, and girls that time off. That, that, that's oh the my god! It, the yeah, the six weeks for the talent and for the crew. We don't talk about the crew enough. Hmm. The camera people and, and like I like I know that some of those yeah. camera people that are there. And I, these people that these are the people that are there. They're the first ones to show up and they're the last ones to leave. Um, these crew people. So, like, just to give six weeks off would be huge for morale and health. And like Matt said, make the people miss it a little bit. Every WWE sports entertainment, every sport has an off season. Every other entertainment uh, show yeah. or genre has some type of off season. You need an off season. You need absence makes the heart grow fonder. I agree. Uh, Frank Norton, five bucks. WWE Barry Shana makes Braun look stronger than the Fiend, which is insane. <laughs> Otherwise, great first part. Oh, I mean, it's different. I, I don't think the Fiend should have lost, but like we said, the Fiend never should yeah. have had the title in the first place. Yes, to both of those things you said. Yeah. Yeah. It was just unnecessary. Um, 
Man, so that was Mania Night 1. If we would have stopped the show before the Boneyard match with Undertaker uh, burying AJ and AJ's hand coming out of the dirt, right. if we would have stopped yeah. that before, I think we would have had a much more mixed review tonight on WrestleMania as a whole. Um, but what honestly, a strong finish. It would have been par- for me, it would have been par for the course. Yeah. Because that up until that Boneyard match, that's what I was predicting the show would go along like, sort of. Like... Man, it's an empty arena show, kind of like SmackDown, kind of like Raw, except we'd have some really big wins with Braun Strowman winning the title. I was, I said, Sami Zayn, you know, holding on to beating Daniel Bryan, right? Like, so there'd be some somewhat big wins, but it still wouldn't mean that all that much, right? Because it's an empty arena, and that's why I wasn't excited about Mania. Then I'm telling you, that damn freaking Boneyard March match started, and it just like. I, I felt like I drank 300 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. Like, I was no, literally like yelling at the screen. This was freaking awesome. Like a little kid. I was <laughs> carrying on watching this. It was awesome. So good. I mean, it was, and it, like I said, the roadhouse style nods, uh, undertaker taking on all those guys like Mr. Miyagi kicking Cobra Kai's ass. Yeah. Uh, like, yes, totally. This was just such a great mix of styles. Even him coming in uh, with Metallica playing, riding on the motorcycle, like this felt like an action movie. And again, I'm I love this, and I almost at the same time I, I hate everything that doesn't have this energy, this spirit, this creativity. It's like don't show me you can do this, and then just go back to like ah, go out there and have the same match you've had four weeks in a row, but this time with no crowd. You know, maybe this forces them to do it. Yeah. I think if they put this on TV, if this, and this is actually their chance. So when Hardy came to the WWE, they never got that final deletion uh, style yeah. bump. None of those matches went viral in a good way. The heart the, the Wyatt compound, the house of horrors match, this boneyard match. If this is the thing everybody is talking about for the next week, if Fox makes them show it on free TV or USA makes them show it on USA and ESPN's yeah. talking about it, everyone's talking about it right now in this world of shit, and, and just despair where there's no new content uh, coming out. Here's something awesome the WWE did. I think th- there's nothing else that could force them to, to see that this is something they need to lean on more heavily in the future. The spirit of creativity and uh, artistic flair. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and everyone's saying, I guess Matt Hardy had a reaction to this on Twitter. I'm seeing, I think Wrestling Inc. has the story up already. Let me see if I can find that. Um, why don't you uh, give uh, your final thoughts on Mania, Matt, while I look this up? Overseeded my expectations. How about that? Yeah, same. Uh, again, I go back to this, this, this saved night one. And it's not, again, it's not a, not a knock on the guys and girls that were before that boneyard match. They all worked their ass off a try. It's just, you know, it's a, t- you know, you're meant to have instant gratification and feedback from in pro wrestling. Uh, again, finishes during those other matches don't mean nothing. Exactly. No fans there to go bananas for them kicking out of it. Exactly. And uh, so I, I guess this is the best thing you could say. Night one and as a whole has put pressure on night two. Let's see if night oh, two can deliver. Yeah. So, Matt Hardy, there's the tweet. My Twitter feed exploded. Thanks for all the love, folks. I'm truly honored. Cinematic matches 100% work with the right characters, scenario, and fan base. I envisioned them as a new branch of pro wrestling years ago. Much like TLC did, the broken universe will leave its mark. So, I think, uh, yeah, that's, you know, not hating on it at the very least, take, taking a fair amount of credit for bringing that back. Because WWE, I mean, they really abandoned, after the Hollywood Backlot brawl, 
I mean, they've only done a couple other matches that were shot off Hollywood Breck, whatever, with Piper and Goldberg, Goldust was yeah. nothing like the Broken Universe stuff. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But just the idea of doing something that's not as beholden to the live studio. Um, but, yeah, before it's time for 1996, it was progressive. It was, it was you know. To, to... The only thing progressive about it was the overshot of the OJ Bronco. <laughs> but the fact right? that it was, a, but the fact that it was a match that that threaded through the entire evening. There was the the the, the physical part of the oh, back lot, the, okay. the checking in of the Bronco, and then they concluded in the ring. Nothing like that had ever been done. Yeah. So to that point, it was you know the threaded over a whole night for nineteen ninety six. To me, a bro- the broken the broken universe stuff to me was something just off the charts I've never seen before. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? 13 Anarchy is saying, I love Matt Hardy, but this was more relatable. Um, yes, yes, yeah. yes. No, he's right. You know, they're, they're right. He's right. What we saw tonight was a movie. There was no yeah. weird characters. There was no weird gimmicks and whatnot. Well, there was gimmicks, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. This just felt like we were watching a movie tonight. And two, two characters that we gave a huge shit about both of them. This could extend Undertaker's wrestling career easily another ten years. Oh, that's, if he that's, could what, do, yeah. that's what I mean. It, it, it physically it protects his body. You don't have to do live one Definitely. take in front of an audience. You can do stunts. You can do different things, different protections. You can shoot it certain ways so he's not taking his body's not taking the toll. You don't. As you don't long, need. You don't need the cardio conditioning that you would need to do a live match. As long as he's in it, it works. Yeah. 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 Well, and. Matt, we've talked about this. We don't know how soon things are going to get back to normal or what the new normal will be. So I think um, WWE having this to lean on uh, for the foreseeable future, just just getting outside of the ring, as it were, uh, I think is going to pay huge dividends and uh, actually increase their fan base at a time when that's uh, been a struggle to get people to tune in week in, week in and week out. Hope they do it. Hope they do it. Do we have anything else to cover, Justin? Here we go, 90 minutes tonight. WrestleMania nope. night one. Now tomorrow night, it's me, Matt Morgan, and it's Raj Geary, the return of Raj to his own podcast. It's going to be so exciting. <laughs> yes. Hey, 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 really quick. And for fans at home, you guys are, you know, there's not much going on right now. Everybody's pretty much uh, across our country on stay at home, right? Yeah. For the most part, right? Almost everybody. So uh, I'm looking into right now. Um, to go back on to uh, that app that I was working oh, with before yeah. called UpLive. Except this time I asked if I did it again, could I set up uh, different wrestling fans that, like watch this podcast, for example, or, or anybody across the country that basically you'd be paid money, all of you, uh, for, for shooting your social media stuff. Um, so instead of, you know what I mean, you go online, chat with other people, whatever, but the whole time you get paid while doing it. So um, I'll give you guys a little bit more about that tomorrow. I got to get a link created to give me so I could share with all you guys here on this uh, podcast tomorrow night after Mania. Um, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's an opportunity to get pe- some people paid some money that are having to stay at home right now, maybe not have an opportunity to make money with work with what's happening. That's awesome. Um Quickly, we just have some super chats. Antoine Ferris saying, WWE released that video with Braun backstage interview. He's not turning heel, so feel Fiend versus Braun. Roman may be jealous. There's awesome potential. Hope I so. agree. And uh, Hope for a heel turn. Ryan Manley, 499. Did you notice on Ryback's prediction video, he's using Raj back in the title and used the pool picture of the two of them in the preview? 
awesome because he's smart. He's a smart man. <laughs> um, and let me announce it. So for this, um, I'm going to tweet it tomorrow. And today I said, don't retweet this. Like uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at Glenn Rubenstein today, uh, for anyone that's in need, I gave out, I think it was like 16 Domino's $25 gift cards today on Twitter before Mania. Um, tomorrow at about two o'clock, if you follow me on Twitter, look for it. I'm going to post it. I'm going to open my DMs as long as the tweet is up. If you're in need, no questions asked. Uh, I want to, I want to do more. I'm seeing so much positivity out there. Matt, you've shared so many great stories. I'm seeing so many people be charitable and generous. So uh, if you're in need and you can use a pick me up tomorrow, follow me on Twitter about two o'clock. I'll go on and post cool. it and uh, do what I can to hook up as many people as possible. Uh, so on that do note, pick, do, you have, do you have anything else you want to share with the fans uh, as far as photos go before we leave? Oh, damn it. Now you're going to make me find it again. Uh, so what did you love about this picture? Justin Labar posted uh, yesterday, Matt. Build this up. Just the best. You can't build it up and say who it was. Now you just gave it all away. Matt Morgan about to rib me, huh? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Young Justin Labar. See that? He looks like Menudo. And you can't. And you can't see it. You can't even see it. Come on, man. You're supposed to put it in the background. Okay. Let let me. I'll find it right now. So that is. is, is, I texted you that like at two thirty a. 2.30 a.m. I texted him that, Justin, for the record. So you would think he'd be like, all right, Matt really wants to put this up. It might be corny, but he obviously okay, really I'm, wants it up, so I'm going to put it up. I'm nope. looking right now that, to find that, that was from 2007, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I was staying on the University of Michigan campus to go to WrestleMania 23. WrestleMania 23. Yep. yep. Why am I not seeing yeah. this on Twitter? I'm not seeing it on Twitter. Yeah. I apologize. Did you post this on Twitter, Justin, or was it Instagram? It's on my Twitter. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Facebook. It's not it's even there. from him, though. It's from someone. It's oh, maybe that's right. Shot reality show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't picture. Post that one. Yeah. I gave I have to... you and just because that's on my phone, Matt. I don't have my texts on my phone. I'm not a Mac user, so uh, that's why. That's right. I did not post that picture. I posted a lot of pictures this the last two days. So oh, but... that one. wait, Matt. Speaking of late night texts, uh, you never responded. Did you watch the Fast Nine trailer that I sent you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. You're right. To, yeah, we should be excited. Well, we should have been excited for that. Now we gotta wait even longer, right? Yeah, seriously, gotta wait a year. But that I mean, looked awesome. You're right. That looked really cool and good for John Cena. Holy crap, that's a major role he has. Seriously, um, yeah. I don't know how we're supposed to buy that him, him and Toretto are freaking brothers. How it makes no sense because I've, re- I've been rewatching the movies and there's no mention. Of any they other. look nothing alike. Well, they're probably half brothers. I don't know. But what about okay? And if you've seen the trailer, it's out there. But what about Han? What about Han at the end of the trailer showing up? How are they going to explain yeah, that, that one? Cool. So I just dig. I just want to yeah. tell let you guys know this. I just got an email from WWE from their uh, communications <laughs> office, and they have put the WrestleMania Boneyard match on YouTube. And they just Smart. Found it. so it is on YouTube, folks. If you missed it. I'm clicking it right now. If you go to WWE's exact account, uh, it was just uploaded uh, not long ago. It already has over 50,000 views. Wait, why? So I'm stupid. Call me stupid here, but why is that smart to give that away for free? Uh, well, they they, it, it, they put um, it's a it's not the full match. It's it's like a minute oh. twenty. It's a minute twenty two. Oh. It's like a uh, comp, like a yeah. It's a clip from it. 
that's already yeah, on YouTube. okay that's not smart but i mean not they're trying way. to just drive signups yeah yeah yeah. you were really excited that you got an email from wwe though well i saw well no i don't they don't normally email at 11 50 at night that's why when i saw an email from them they normally email in business hours so when i saw an email from this particular person i was like why is he emailing at this time and then i just looked at it that's why i saw it's, the title said boneyard match so i figured it was some some I'm happy stats. they don't give that i'm happy they don't give that away for free seriously because that's an opportunity. Like, guys, this is killing their business. And this is how the guys and gals get paid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's exciting. I think it's always neat to get an email from any company that's, like, kind of big. I don't know. I think so. Well, again, I, the, the, I only ever hear from this person within 9 to 5 business hours. So on a Saturday night at 11.50, I was like, why are they emailing? That's why it, it popped up. In oh, here. so it wasn't. So this wasn't, like, WWE, like, dot com? Or no, this is, this is somebody I know who works for them who, who sent me a... a uh, a thing. Hey, Justin, it's a well, here's a link. We're, we're trying to tell this. Hey, they email you to tell you you're. Do we know Clayford or no? No, I don't know Clayford. <laughs> That's a complete stranger who said that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that, that was pretty pretty good. Come on, just Justin. the timing, the chat room. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> that, was that was funny. Okay, Justin, uh, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> he doesn't even know him. Ah, <laughs> uh, the ribbing going on here. So, Justin, we're gonna see you back here Wednesday, <laughs> maybe Monday, maybe tomorrow. Who maybe knows? tomorrow. We still have 24 maybe hours. Tomorrow. For, we have 24 hours for Roger text me and say, "Hey, you want to do the podcast?" So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh no. on that note stay home stay healthy stay safe he's at bp matt morgan he's at justin labar macklin rubenstein night one of wrestlemania that's a wrap we'll see you back